This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. remember the big moments in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Noah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunzio and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the winter green, spearmint, winter mint, Franklin mint, Franklin Richard Reed, Franklin from Peanuts, Justin Waddell. What's going on, sir? How you doing? Man, I'm back. I'm back from my trip. About to embark on another trip this weekend. I'm doing okay, Nick. I heard you reference the Fantastic Four. They are doing a new Fantastic Four. Are you thrilled and excited? Are you fantasy casting it? I am fantasy begging it to be a period piece. Like the 60s? Yeah, it'll never happen. But Mm -hmm. it's going to be weird. They haven't tried enough enough with that project i'm sure it'll be a huge well actually the first the big it did get a sequel that that run with jessica alba mm-hmm. and chris evans so it did break in a little bit of coin i guess we jessica alba's beautiful woman let's give her weird contact lenses and throw everything out of whack alba's like a billionaire by the way really yeah she's like a business and she i think she's like a billion she's like one of those like made like a lot of money i don't know what they do so I think it's some kind of like um, hygienic project products. Or uh, something. I, I, I was hoping you'd say she de- developed like an artificial knee or something that she sold to the medical industry. Yeah, she got interested after she was in that horror film, The Eye. Right. She wanted to, you know, this movie is very interesting. I want to start digging deep. How about you? How are you doing? I'm fine. I've been traveling as well. I'll be traveling again this week and next week, and What's just a term? bunch of magic, man. Bunch of traveling fools, but our true love is what? The podcast. Going to bed early. Oh, you're going to be tired, know. huh? I haven't gone to bed early in my adult life, pretty much. Me neither. It's not good. It wears on you, sir, and you have weird dreams. I had a weird dream last night. I had a weird dream that you had asked, asked me to watch Noah for the podcast. Thankfully. Wait a minute. Nick, <laughs> how dare you? You know my weakness. It. You know who I don't like. What's that? Aronofsky. Not a fan, oh, I, sir. Oh, I wasn't. I wasn't aware. I didn't know. I'm sorry. It's also another thing I don't like in this movie. What's that? Noah. <laughs> what else is happening? Are you excited that uh, they Apple announced their VR product today? I don't know what you're talking about. They have like a. They're entering the VR space. Tim Cook is all thrilled. If you go on his um, Twitter page, he, I think the price point for their um, VR headset is thirty five hundred dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> And they advertise it, and they look. They say, "Look what you can do," and it just seems like a. Remember Google Glasses? Mm-hmm. It seems like that, but like a visor. All right, I will not be participating. I don't care if it was less than that. I don't want VR. Yeah, I don't know if any. I, I think they they're forcing VR constantly. My son was just on a, 
the, we have a VR headset. He was just on it singing karaoke. And I said, you know, maybe we should just drop kick this into the garbage. You know, mm-hmm. I'm tired of VR. I got it because I thought it was interesting. I got it on sale, but I never use it. But my son uses it every once in a while. Well, I did have something to bring up to you real quick before we get to this awesome film. You've been cooking? You've been what? Oh, yeah. Lots of cooking. Lots of just enjoying life, you know, mixing it up with folks. Playing music? Playing a lot of music, watching a lot of baseball, just trying to trying to be the best me I can be, you know. How's it going? It's going fine. I have, it's funny, one of my old things from back in the day that I wrote is uh, has some interest in it, so I had to sign sign some paperwork to get that out of my purview. That'd be interesting to see if that happens. Can you give us a little taste of what or title or anything, or no? You don't want to. It's called The Colony, the thing that I wrote. I remember this. Yeah. It's, it involves bugs. Yep. I mean, judging by my history, I'm sure it'll get made instantly. It'll be fine. I didn't know this was going on. That makes me very excited and I uh, can't wait to share in the profits because I've been a partner of yours for years and I, I had so much to do with this. I remember one time I said, that sounds cool. You know, something like that. Considering that I co-wrote it with Steve Alton and our track record is spotless, I got no worries. <laughs> well, I hope it gets made. He's got some heat. he got Meg 2 coming out here pretty soon. Got some heat, brother. I will tell you this, Nick, I did see that new Spider-Man movie, and I can't believe you haven't seen it. I will. It seems like a movie that's quite up your alley. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've been super busy with, with stuff. I don't care. I don't need to hear that excuse. And, of course, I say that, and I watched Blackberry and Operation or Operation Fortune or whatever that thing's called. Oh, my God. Operation Fortune? Why? Whatever. Oh, Operation Avalanche? No, no, no. The one with the... The guy, the guy, the guy Ritchie movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it's called. It, it sounds about right. Fortune is in the title with um with our favorite um, Aubrey Plaza and Statham, right? And Hugh Grant and how was it? Bunch. It was actually it was pretty good. Was she good in in Guy Ritchie's she, world? She's awesome, and Hugh Grant's awesome. Yeah, he's on a streak. Oh, Hugh Grant. He was in something else recently that was he was good in. He was in The Gentleman. No, he was in um, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh he was yeah, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so. What did you think of Blackberry? I, I really liked that movie. I, d- I did too. It's good. I'm gonna buy it. I didn't know it was out. You saw it. I imagine on you, you bought it, right? I rented it. Oh, you can rent it. I think I'll buy it just to support those characters. I don't. I don't, I don't consider it too rewatchable. I think it is rewatchable. Is it? There's there's probably no special features in it. On it, right? It's a, on a rental, they don't put. Special yeah, yeah, features. right, right, right. No, I think it's worth rewatching just for Glenn Howerton's. Uh, I'm from. What does he say? I'm. From, he screams into the boardroom. I'm yeah, where he's from, yeah. where the vampires live, or something. Yeah, Waterloo. I'm from Waterloo, where the vampires live, and I think it's a reference. I think he, he's referencing something, but it doesn't matter. It's great. He's amazing in that movie. Do you agree? Yeah, he's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Everybody's good, right? Michael Ironside showing out, mm-hmm. looking healthy. Jay Baruchel with his normal hair, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a movie we'll eventually do on the show we call The Movie Microscope. The show where we zoom in. We lick the underground. We grill coffee. We put an invader in the quiet room. We find out Nightcrawler's sleep number. <laughs> we wake up to the sounds of slapping. Roller coast as hard as possible. <laughs> Pass the Sydney Stone. Take a robber to the Crystal Pistol. Watch a movie through a set of self-destructed monkey eyes. Simeon slit-ass eyes that have been burned out of one's sockets. Rolled down the hill as the film projects through it. Decide what makes or break. Share with you the likes of the listener, the likes of you who is the listener. And share with the likes of you, the listener. So if we're talking about sidekicks, we're talking about the scene where Chuck Norris shits his geese so hard that Asia uncreates martial arts. 
while Jonathan Brandis could just stand idly by, mouth agape, hoping Bo Bridges is his father. Talk about the little moments. Jonathan Brandis, R.I.P. Chuck Norris being a good person, R.I.P. <laughs> Bo Bridges and sidekicks? Yeah. This is the first I've heard of it. I did not that's know. Why, that's why I saw it. Wonder what. <laughs> wonder what year he was pulling up doing sidekicks. Wonder what Jeff was doing. You know, wonder if Bo had FOMO, you know? Bridges was making some Oscar winner or Oscar contender. And Jeff was making something, too. <laughs> now, you said waking up in your little litany there. You said waking up to the sound of slapping or wake up to the sound of slapping. That is something I imagine is happening a lot in that arc. Oh, my God. You're talking about self-pledge? Noah's kids, especially Logan Lerman, is a horny motherfucker in this movie. <laughs> So are the rest of those kids, but the one kid gets to actually put it places. He puts it in the ultimate place. Yeah, he does. But man, there's just a, I, there's just a lot of masturbation happening in here, mostly by the director. <sighs> so what's your relationship with Noah? <laughs> never Justin. saw it. Never avoided it. Never saw it. Not interested in biblical yarns. Not interested in weird takes on biblical yarns either. And so I avoided it until today. I guess you saw it in the theater, I imagine. I did. Yeah. I did. And I did a little bit of glancing around to see how authentic it was to the different materials in which it was culled. Obviously, there's a bunch of different incarnations mm, sure. of the story, story out there. But, I mean, if you distill the story of Noah down to its bare essence, it's basically just about the hottest grandmother. Oh, Jennifer Connelly? Because J-Con looks delightful as a grandma in this. Her one direction in this is to stare lovingly at Russell Crowe at all costs, like no matter what he does. <laughs> She got nominated for that. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe plays Noah. Here, here's what I remember from Noah's Ark, the, the myth itself. I remember the two animals, you know, each kind. An ark, which I figured looked like an actual boat. It does not in this. Darren said, fuck that. <laughs> and then, um, you know, a big flood that happens that wipes, wipes out everybody but the people on the boat. I didn't know that Noah had a bit of a death wish. That he couldn't wait for man to, to perish and the animals to take over the earth. Was that something that Aronofsky invented, or is that part of the of this myth as well? I know that in the in the stories, Noah is a conflicted soul. You know, what I was expecting is, because I actually read the Bible. I went to private religious school long enough to sure. have done all that, but I don't remember dick about it, but I do remember that when I think of the Bible, like you said, two animals sure. walking side by side, boat-shaped boat, I think of a dove. I think a cubits. That's the big thing is cubits. I don't know. What's cubits? That's a term of measurement that they use to build the ark. Okay, fair enough. So that was the big thing. No cubits were mentioned in this, although Ray Winston, I don't know if you know this, mm-hmm. Bristol, England's Q-Bert champion, 1987. <laughs> I didn't know this. Is it not Ray Winstone? I, I, I think Winston is the way to say it. Is that true? I always thought it was Ray Winstone. I'm probably wrong. I never get names right, but I would bet you on this one. I, I think, think it's, it's, it's pronounced. I think it's pronounced fast. Winston. Yeah, he, um, he he shows up for an excellent now role. Now I, I tell you, I did. I I found a way to really for this movie to really sing for me. I pretended it. I was watching a prequel to every movie set on Earth. <laughs> and how's it hold up? Oh, it's great. So it's the grandfather was, of movies in a way. Well, in a way. So you know, you could think you know, Kramer versus Kramer mm-hmm. is a sequel to Noah. Better off dead. Total sequel to Noah. Right. Age of Innocence. Yeah. The Happening, yeah, all sequels to Noah, and it really kind of gave me extra depth. 
what's that movie? I think Bettany's in it, and it take it's like a it's almost like a siege movie at a, a, a at a diner that and there's angels and yeah, and le, uh, starts with an L. I, I saw Legion? It in the theater. Legion. This movie reminded me of Legion a little bit. I think not only because of its big biblical stuff, but it's also kind of ugly, kind of like now, Legion was and dark. You know, if I could just take one line from this podcast and have it embroidered on a pillow and sent to Darren Aronofsky, it would be this movie reminded me of Legion. I hope he, I hope he likes that. He would be wrapping he would be a cable knit a cable knit scarf around his fucking neck for the last time. Let's run down the cast list here. You got Ham? You got Shem? <laughs> no one can have a nor- normal name except Noah in this. I think Noah's wife was like Namath or something. Like Joe Namath? <laughs> sort of. So we got the voice of Nick Nolte in this. You do? Vo- voice of Mark Magolis in this. Somehow. <laughs> Known for his voice. Is he doing the, one of the rock creatures? Yeah. And there's another great actor. who's Kevin Durand. Voice. Yeah. From... Yeah. Get some Legion. Movie he was in. Legion. I think he was. Yeah, I yeah. think he was in Legion. I told, there's a connection. Well, there's another connection. Paul Bettany, who's his wife? Shay Khan. Look at mm-hmm. this. We're zooming in. I, I guess what, incidental guess what the special, zoom. Guess what the special was at the diner? What? Ham. <laughs> yeah, Ham's one of his sons. Anyway, let's let's talk. We got um we got a bunch of people in here. Russell Crowe, obviously. Jay Khan, you said. But who else? You Lo- got Lo- Lo- Logan, yeah, Logan Lerman. Logie Lerms. Logan Lerman, you got Emma Watson in this from the Harry Potter franchise. How forever shall she be known? Nope, that's a, that's the a star of the circle, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Did you see that? I tried to. I would rather watch that for sure. Uh, you tried to watch so, the circle? Yeah, I rented it. I remember forcing myself to fall asleep. You know, and that then we got it. Ray Winston. You got Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins get Methuselah in this. Could he not? I mean, could it not be the most Anthony Hopkins role? He played another ancient in Alexander. He played Ptolemy or something. He always plays the dad. He played he played the old old dad in uh, the the um, werewolf movie with Benicio too. Like he always is playing these kind of um, smart fatherly figures, sinister sometimes. And this he's not. He's just in pursuit of berries in here and touching bellies. It's enough to get me to work on a movie too. So mm-hmm. I think that's mostly it, right? Am I missing somebody that we can't write about? down the cast? There's a bunch of people in it. Yeah, there's there's a what is that one guy? You kind of, Brownwell going absolute nuts, Nick. You're not you're not kidding. What is going on? Whenever we record now, is it just is it time to forever Brownwall? Either the dishwasher's going, or my daughter's draining a bath or creating a bath. You make a pack with the devil to for constant Brownwall. I have to be honest. We went mm. through a probably a year and a half period where there was very little Brownwall. I'm not criticizing show. it. Not criticizing it. Almost not. This movie is almost ten years old, by the way. Which yeah. is about the age I think they start breeding with women in, in that era. Martin Kosokas or whatever his name Jokash. is. Jokash. 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 Yes. Finn Whitrock in this. Oh, I like him. Yeah, he played one of the kiddos. He was he, good in something recently. Or he was played he young Tubal Kane, whoever that is, huh? That's that's Ray Winston. Yeah, he played played the young guy. Is that two? Is Ray Winston's character Tubal Cain? Of course it is. Descendant of Cain. How was how that established? Is Cain was Cain's influence on the Earth a good thing? Uh, well, if you read the stories, no, he sucked. Mm-hmm. Kicked his brother's ass hard. Yeah, is, are you going to do some Nolte impersonation for me? I, I haven't thought about it. Is is he in like this? 
I don't want to appear on screen really these days, but I'll do voices for stuff phase of his career because he did vo- he did a voice in the Mandalorian too. He, he does he does voices on a lot of things, but he still shows his beautiful face from time to time. Yeah, just thought it was I mean, not. I mean, known for his voice for sure. He's got a but that's crazy that you cast. But he's him. not. The thing is, his career has had like three different lifespans. Sure, he was known for his beautiful face and his beautiful hair for two decades, and then he became known for being this gravelly, just complete sweatshop. Just cast him as one of the angelic, cursed angelic rock figures in this. Give him Nick Nolte's voice, please. I swear, I, I there were periods where I was like, am I watching Transformers Rise of the Beasts? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so let's explain what these rock creatures are real quick. They're called the Watchers, right? Right. And they are... Uh, I guess angels fall to the earth, punished by God and covered by rock, and then they just cutely walk around, gigantic, across the earth, and and are kind and just kind of are cute and kind and help out. But then they also get killed by ravaging maniacs. Darren Aronofsky obviously watched Lord of the Rings right before putting this thing together because yeah. those are Ents. This is Isengard. There's a lot of it's very reminiscent. Mm-hmm. Super Lord of the Rings. He's like, he's like, well, the, the the story of Noah may be a little dry, and he actually said this in interviews that he, he said wanted it was to dry. Add... He said that. Pretty no, funny. No, I'm, sa- I'm I'm saying pretty that. funny. <laughs> but no, he he actually said he said he made a Middle Earth comparison to his uh, the world he created for this movie, which I thought was uh, obvious. It's also a you stretch. Know? That Super world was obvious. thought out. <laughs> this one's window dressing. I mean, give me a break. Like, so he went in and goes. First of all, he's like pitching Noah to these execs, and they're like, "I'm listening, sort of, you know, people Christians. We want to get them in the theaters and pay some money. I'm we're sort of listening, but also Noah's boring." And he goes, "Uh, uh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna disembowel animals and put rock creatures all over it. We're good. Also, Logan Lerman is gonna be getting trying to rub one off the entire movie. You know, rub one out. Glowing crystals. I have the Infinity <laughs> Gems in this as well. Don't worry, I'm wrapping golden snake skin around arms." We're fine. Yeah, it's this movie, Nick. I know you you kind of like it, right? Let's spoil it. You kind of like this movie, right? I appreciate this movie. It's junk. <laughs> Just can't get next to it. Okay, well, for those people who aren't familiar, what is the story of Noah's Ark? What's the premise? God hates the Earth because it's been overwritten by overridden by violent men, hedonistic people, and no one gives a shit about God. And he calls upon Noah. He says, hey, buddy, in the dream here, I'm going to flood the earth and kill everybody, but I want you to save all the animals because uh, they're going to be the ones that survive and you know repopulate the earth. And Noah's like, fine, sounds good to me. Doesn't have a moment of doubt. Has one dream and is hammering planks to make a gigantic weird boat. <laughs> Aronofsky's in the studio... And they're like, I'm sorry, we're not going to pull the trigger on this. Because what if the boat was a rectangle? <laughs> they're like, we're sort of listening, but that's still kind of, what if it was a city-long city rectangle? The best is at the end of the movie when Russell Crowe is about to kill his grand his grandbabies atop that thing. And he's stumbling across the top of this ship. It looks insane. Did you notice there's it's a like period the of the movie porch. where he where he has Oscar Isaac's uh, entire style from uh, Ex Machina, the same hair beard combo? Is that super, intentional? Super zoom. 
He does switch hair a lot in this. Switch hairstyles. Hey, uh, studio executive, let me sweeten the deal. What if we create new cool species that Ray Winston eats on the boat that didn't make it to, to now? Can we create some weird species that he feasts on while spending 40 days and 40 nights or whatever? How long is he on that boat? I mean, that long boat? Enough, well, no, for months and months. Enough. No, it rains for 40, yeah, because she goes pregnant times. Yeah, she goes she goes full preg, and she's just barely conceived whenever he gets on that boat. So I say, I say he's been on that boat eating creatures for nine months, and the execs are like, the execs are like, hey, um, he cooks them first, right? Like, no, 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 no. He just no. eats them raw. And the thing is, like, here's another thing about this movie. Let's talk about the animal's state on this ship. Yeah, they get... Okay, so I wrote... This is amazing. So they get smoke roofied. <laughs> I can do. And they, they don't show it... They never show you them smoke roofing an elephant. They just give you a little woodpecker and show you how that's done. It's very and that's cutely a, it's done. A, it's, yeah, it's and <laughs> Russell Crowe. It sleeps. I like the idea. Ray Winston is grabbing sleeping beasts and just going to town on their dead He's bodies. Eating them. Yeah, there's a, on, their, he, on their sleeping bodies. Well, he picked up one. It was kind of screaming, but maybe he was having a dream. But let's talk about how this movie kicks off, Nick, because it it starts out with baby Noah. We get to see his origin story, or at least the moment he becomes aware of the ways of the world. Mm-hmm. Marton Jokash is his pops. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, hey, Earth's great. It's fine here. It's good. I like it. It's very good, Noah. It's great. Noah, it's fine. And then he gets axed in the head. Noah gets to watch from the rocks. From By a young Tubal Cain, is his name? Something like that, and he has a, uh, this. He has a secret magic. Um, he has the one ring. I guess it's a, the one snakeskin ring, but he has like a snakeskin, a golden snakeskin that he puts around his arm, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what Tubal Cain steals from him, and Russell Crowe runs and away. Now, is that the skin from the snake in the Garden of Eden? I maybe it. It definitely shows us that shedding a skin. So maybe. What do you think? Let's say yeah. Whatever it is, it's it's awesome. Now, this Aronofsky basically dipped into different texts for his inspiration for this, and I think he pissed off some folks because of what he had stolen from some Muslim stuff and from some Jewish stuff, and then from, you know, so he had, he had dipped all around the place and, sure. and then added his own integrity into it. His own, his own jazz. That's why I'm sort of, I sort of appreciate it because it is, it's a swing, and it's, it's a weird swing. I mean, fair enough. I mean, he definitely has made a movie that. I mean, look, this movie was kind of a hit, right? It made it yep. made money. It's his biggest hit, and it's not. He's not used to that. Even the whale, I think, which was an Oscar winner last year or this year, I don't think that movie made any money. Now he's got a. You know, they have a family. Him and Jennifer Connelly have a family. They got. Oh yeah, no, this got... it goes from kid to crow in five minutes in this movie. He's yeah, yeah. There's not much time with the kid. He almost makes it in the same. It's it's it's. It's filmed as a fantasy epic in a way. If they'd been doing a Conan movie or something like that, it sort of follows that kind of a guideline in terms of we meet our hero and he becomes right minus entertaining scenes and, and interesting <laughs> stuff. But yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. Get what you're saying. We do get a um, fight scene. I mean, Noah's no slouch. You know, at the beginning, he gets threatened. He sees an animal that's hurt. He runs after it to help it. It's, an, it's like it's like an armadillo fox or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they they made up animals for this, and he's reaching for it to to help. It's got an arrow, broken arrow in it or something. And then these guys roll up on on Noah, and they're like, "Hey, Noah, you found our kill, but now you 
we got to kill you so we, we could see show the audience that you're not to be tri- trifled with. And Russell Crowe kills four dudes in this scene. Mm-hmm. He John Wicks them, Nick. I don't okay. understand like why we need to know that Noah can kick ass. I can, I, I, probably John 316 Wicks them. <laughs> But yeah, he pulls that he pulls the arrow out of the animal who dies, and then he proceeds to dispatch these bad guys. Aronofsky um, made a decision: we will have zero real animals in this movie. Fair they enough. are all they are all CG, and you can't tell. <laughs> what do you think of the scene when he does build the ark and all the reptiles come in? I bet you like that scene. I like it. It's kind of and neat. then Noah has to remind them that everything that slithers is also getting on the boat. Noah gets this vision about this flood. He's, he's a little beside himself about it, so he goes to visit his great-grandfather, Methuselah, mm-hmm. played by Tony Hopkins. Right. You know, if you read a little bit of the storyline, you know, Methuselah was the oldest man alive at the time, mm-hmm. and they say that the flood was where humans stopped living to be 600 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Thank mm. God, you know, literally. But he does like I, I do enjoy watching Anthony Hopkins zoom in on a on a berry. Sure, that's you know? later though. Not 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 when he's digging. I'm talking when he's talking about him. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, zooming in. That's exactly. I see what you're talking about. He just he just talks about how he the, he asked the um, Russell Crowe's one of his sons. He says, "What's your favorite thing on earth?" And the kid says, "Berries," and um, which is fine because there's not much back then. You can't blame him. Later on, it's different what he likes. But here he says berries. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Methuselah agrees with them. He's like, oh, he just kind of starts waxing poetic about those berries. So what happens here? He he does give he first of all he does a weird thing. He asks the kid what he was the kid's favorite thing is. Kids his berries. Then he touches the kid's forehead, and puts him to sleep. Yeah, because he doesn't want him to listen to all this rock solid shit that's about to go down. So then he gives uh, Russell Crowe some weed tea, and then. Crow has the hallucination that Earth is getting flooded. He re- reconfirms his earlier dream, right? And God speaks to him and says, uh, "You got to fucking build a boat, brother, because Earth is gonna get wet. It's gonna piss." <laughs> that's your that's your tagline. Oh, so many years ago for this, it's it's gonna piss, which I still <laughs> think about to this day. Do you think Noah's okay? He named his kid Shem. My aunt used to call me that. She says you're being such a Shem, and I didn't know what the hell it meant. Horny? Oh, let's hope. That's his one thing in this. Horny and angry. So the family basically, Noah says, what we're doing this summer is we're going to retreat and build an ark. Mm-hmm. And the not, family's not like, just we were, the summer. I mean, it's... The rest of your lives. It takes a while. It takes until the kids get grown up. And, and, and she's like, well, I was kind of hoping to go to the petting zoo, but mm-hmm. all right. Oh, he's like, you're going to build one. And they go and they get trapped because they get chased by the baddies. Oh, oh, so you missed the whole thing when Methuselah gives them a seed and they, they quick plant a forest. No, 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 no. So the the, the rock creatures come before the forest. Okay, standing... I thought you were talking about running into the boat. I thought you were talking about... No, no, no. Okay. They, 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 they run afoul. So they rescue Emma Watson as a young girl. Her yeah. village has been sacked, and she's been stabbed in the womb, which is a... I guess that's amazing. They, they did get a kid that looked just like her. Yeah. It looked like, a, looked like a young Emma. And right as they're starting to get her out, Ray Winston and his team show up. And they race to this barren wasteland where the no one's supposed to go because that's where the watchers live. And sure enough, these rock beaks come out, start harassing them. Right. There's a lot of conversation. It's very strange. It's very Tolkien. And then they become best friends and they're playing hide and seek with the boy. Whenever yeah, he's out, whenever the crow's talking to Methuselah, his little son's out there running in circles around one of the rock creatures. Uh, I think Japheth. Is, is who we're talking about? Oh, I thought I thought all those kids had strange names. Never mind. <laughs> Japheth, Shem, 
and ham and ham. Yeah, this movie's kind of uh, I mean funny in a lot of ways, but like people keep shouting, "Where's ham? Let's get ham in this." Where'd ham go? You know? Yeah. If only they had a ham radio that could keep track of him. By the way, when they first focus in on, did you notice? Did this movie remind you of any any movie that you can think of besides Legion? Can you can you explain why were you saying they focus? So when they fo- they first get to Anthony Hopkins, his character, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, they roll up on his on his spread on his lands. What do they remind you of? Where he lives? Beowulf. Last Jedi. Oh, did it not? I guess so. I mean, even this movie had reminded me of Last Jedi in certain places. Like at one point, Crow even says it's time for man to die. You know, he does that does that kind of stuff. There's a couple, I think, but it does look like Luke, his little island paradise. You know, and put- there's also a weird amalgam of a fox and a hard hard surface in this, just like in Last Jedi. Did you um, see what Crow wakes up from that that weed tea dream and he's like, the storm cannot be stopped, but it can be survived. Mm-hmm. But he, he, what is he, when he says that, he's just talking about his crew, right? And all the bazillion animals in that well, he's, gigantic I think, boat. I think it's that point he gets focused at what their mission is. Because yeah. he, he just basically thought he was the only person who knew the world was going to get shit on. Right. And that's when he finds out, oh, there's, a, there's an end game here where we can yeah. build a rectangular weird boat. So they get insta-trees. Yeah, well, they build a convenient forest, and they also get cheap labor in the form of rock people. Very convenient, Noah. Yeah, I know, and because his kids aren't doing crap, man. They, they don't really help. And then Noah doesn't know how to make a boat, so he makes a gigantic rectangle weird boat. I mean, it, 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 do, you, do you feel he's just kind of winging it? Like he didn't blueprint it out, and then he just kind of keeps nailing wood It together? sort of reminds me of the boat from 2012. <laughs> of course, this movie reminds me of 2012, because they do have arcs in that movie as well. Right, and they're rectangular. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we're, we're, I mean, there's a lot of people that are listening to this that are a lot more up to date in their Bible studies and whatnot, and they're you. probably they're probably screaming at their their iPod, iPod. It's 2023. They're screaming at their Zune, and they're going, "You idiot!" It says it was rectangle in you know Hermatcheries 13. You know. <laughs> well, I always like just picture the cute boat with like the giraffe poking its head out of like the window you know yeah. like you know what i'm saying that's what i'm picturing and i didn't get any of that in this i got a weird boat it looks like a box and they're all and sleeping it, and because i guess aronofsky was like well there'd be too much animal noise we'd have to render animals would be going ape shit on this boat for for a year they lose their mind russell crowe smokes them to sleep and then says by the way when you're in this dream you will not defecate or pee not only that remember how long the um boat ride lasted you oh. see them. You see them finally hit dry land, and then push a bunch of skeletons out of the. <laughs> we got the mixture wrong. <laughs> Not only that, it's 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 a year. It's got know? like, but this movie is like a. It is like a sci-fi movie in a weird way because they are on a spaceship because it looks insane. It's gigantic. Crow goes insane on the spaceship. The crew begins to distrust him. You know, it's like it's like they're it's like a sci-fi movie, and then there's hypersleep. You know. Mm-hmm. A stowaway. A girl's womb gets repaired by a fucking touch. A knowaway. <laughs> and and here's the thing, Ray Winston. First, he hears about this boat, and he's like, "Whatever, you know, they're they're dumb." And then yes. he starts to he starts to realize, "Oh, they got rock men helping them build it. Maybe there's some smoke here." He has a line of dialogue that I didn't get. Okay. So, he goes, "We build first weapons, then men. Are they going to build men? Are they going to are they going to have sex real quick?" We build first weapons, period. 
and then maybe he says, then we collect men or something. Maybe he just... They says, just, we build first weapons, then men. So I, we build. first. Maybe we build first weapons, then we build, then men to build an army. So he's talking about building an army. What do you think? I mean, it has to be what he intended, because I didn't think they were going to build boys. I know. It doesn't Dude, go that, well. It doesn't go well. No, um... Uh... Because what's happening as in this time jump when when you see Russell Crowe first touching a tree and then they smash cut to this gigantic rectangle that's being worked on years later, the kids are grown up and Shem, the oldest son, is chasing Emma Watson's character through the forest. They're having a little game and then he starts uh, he pounces on her and they start making out. And he he kisses her belly, a la Clancy Brown. Yeah. In Blue Steel. Stole his move, Nick. Absolutely not, because Blue Steel is a sequel to Noah. But Emma Watson doesn't like it. Why? Because she, she's barren inside. She realizes that she can't have the sex, because what's the point if she can't have, have a child? And back then, it wasn't a, as recreational as it's become. It was a means to an end, right? Zoom in. Zoom in. Yeah. That, is that you're talking about? Zoom in. Like, people are just having sex to have kids only. The kids don't act like it in this movie. They are horny. They're like in a summer like beach movie. You know, like they're horny. Yeah. <laughs> I keep saying horny, but it is true. Logan, 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 Logan Lerman, he can't get it out. He can't have a girlfriend and he is bumming out. Like he is, he wants his dad to shop for a wife for him. You know, his dad's yeah. preoccupied. And by the way, the other brother is being played by a character named um, Douglas Booth, who you may know from Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, for God's sakes. Ray Winston's starting to build his little troops, mm-hmm. and it's 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 a it's Sodom and Gomorrah over there, man. They're just ruining women. They're stealing families. They're eating things. They're trading people for meat. Yeah. There's a scene where a poor CGI hoofed mammal is thrown at these people, and they shred it with their hands, which I didn't need. Meanwhile, Noah's having these visions, and everybody's just going with it. Well, that's a vision too, in a weird way, because he it starts getting too CGI for it to be real. So I think he's having a little vision into this. Because then he also does, like, every once in a while he'll put his bare foot on the ground and blood will well up. Which is she... probably because they didn't wear a lot of shoes. That may actually just be, you know. By the way, mm-hmm. did it make it onto your site? Wikifeed? Of course yeah. it's on there. Re- Russell Crowe's, a, you wouldn't believe it, but he's got a, he's one of the top searches on that site. People love his feet. He's got Crow's yeah. feet? Yeah. So I think they, they trust his visions a little too much. Because he could have, he's like, you know, he's like, I get to eat dessert first. I, I saw it in a vision, you know. I get to sleep on the left side of the bed. I saw it. I'm about to eat this dinosaur because I saw it happen, you know. And Jennifer Connelly has got to say, oh, well, if you saw it, I guess it's this. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly's, I like that she's like, I think every once in a while she pulled Darinovsky, Darren Aronofsky aside. Like, Do my, does my character get to speak in this this part where Russell Crowe's like, I'm making the arc insane. Is that good, guys? She's like, can my character respond here? He's like, no, just kind of glare at him and look at him lovingly if you will she does get a big acting moment later in the story she does and she kind of tries on like a little bit of a british accent i think i don't think we need it could just see jennifer Connolly in this is fine because it's darren aronofsky trying to make it an entertaining piece Mm -hmm. when the when the waters start to come meanwhile logan lerman is trying to get himself a babe and in the books in in literature he did get he did make babies with that girl that got caught in the bear trap there is this there's a storyline where that became his wife darren aronofsky's like well we're gonna float her to death we don't need her she gets caught in a bear trap and then she gets overrun by an army 
he, you know, he's Logan Lerman's trying to. He meets her, by the way. He goes into the city and falls into a pit of bodies. That's where that's she's there. hanging out, and yeah. she's in there. Yeah. And, she, and he's been looking. He's looking for like a local hottie, and then she's yeah. down there amongst the dead. They have sort of a meet cute. She doesn't trust him, but he gives her food. Mm-hmm. And then next, they're next. They come when they cut back to him. They're sitting side by side, like they're they kind of hit it off, you know. Yeah, they, they're like it smells pretty good down here. Let's just suck. And so that um, Logan Lerman is like, my dad made the weirdest ship of all time. Let me go. Sh- let's, let's. There's a, there's plenty of space in it too. Let's go look at it. And on the way there, she does get caught in a bear trap. This is right when Ray Winston Winston's character decides to attack the ship. Well, it's because it starts to rain, and he realizes yeah, that the he realizes are accelerated. Right. Yeah. So then she's caught in this trap. Logan Lerman's not strong enough to get her free. And then his dad shows up and doesn't re- rescues him, but doesn't rescue the girl. Doesn't have time, but he also doesn't try. And that creates a rift between the father's son here. By the um, way, Team Noah on that decision, there's no way they could have gotten her out and escaped. I like later when he's like, um, he says that when he's, he's reprimanding his dad, he's like, she was innocent. She was good. He didn't know her. She was hot is what he was, what she, she he was needed attractive. to communicate. She was attractive in a death pit. She was there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And she talked to me, is what yeah. he should have said. Um, but first she tried to kill me. <laughs> She's hanging out. He never questioned why she was hanging out in the in the dead. Well, because her loved one was down there. And she That's was... what she signaled, but she never said it. He just assumed. like He's like, why are you down here? And she kind of just nodded toward a dude. W- would you have liked the film to add, it, add five more minutes of dialogue? I would like to understand why she... I think she was just creeping down there looking for spare change well she got some serious change shortly after but then they have this action scene mm-hmm. with robot or robots with rock creatures fighting men it's lord of the rings of course and then these guys are exploding into angels as they die so and then they're the- apologizing these godlike creatures are apologizing to noah and his family as they get slaughtered well they have a weak spot they're like in dark souls you find their weakness right and their weak right. spot is this, of course a very helpful glowing area in the center of their body that if you get a sword into it it's and a, start pr- prying um the i would rocks say it's apart, more it's more god of war like you just you know the circle button yeah. shows up on yeah so if you can pry that then the angel within this rock encasement zoops to the heavens it happens a lot we get to see it a lot. There's a, let's say there's about eight rock guys, and they nope. all. Nope, I would more. say twenty five. They don't get to see twenty five zoops though. We, if you were to count that, I bet you you'll count at least fifteen. And then um, the the what's the the main rock guy played by Nick Nolte? I mean, who gives a shit? He he, op- he opens he opens himself up and lets himself free as he's getting attacked. That's Samyaza. Nick Nolte. And then Magog and Ramil are the other some of the other ones. Yeah, the highlighted rock one, rock people. I kind of like those guys though because they're dumb looking. They look crazy. Yeah, and they're and they're cute, <laughs> and that they're all. You're right. Noah puts them to work. They're always like just like every once in a while you look at Noah and he's like kind of like tapping a piece of wood. But those guys have tons of stuff on their shoulders and they're they're walking like barbed wire over to like to keep the you know humans out of the ship like they have all sorts of stuff that they're doing that russell crowe i feel like he's just kind of in charge and not doing too much and the kids ain't not are not helping kids are spilling they're just spilling and connelly's inside the ship blowing creatures to sleep (laughs) (laughs) and how do you not like this movie because you got she's blowing creatures to sleep you could not say it any more accurately Kids, kids are scromping in the rafters. Russell Crowe is is the foreman on a work site populated by rock gentle people, and there is a 
a, a bacchanalia forest right around the corner where everybody's getting into each other's sliming business. I tell you what, I just was not in the mood to watch this one. It just was not part of my day, you know. And I had to watch Noah, <laughs> and I was like trying to watch between like nightmare work stuff, and I was like taking breaks to watch fucking Noah. It's just not something I would ever find myself to do. I had to do the work, you know. I don't watch Aronofsky's films. I haven't seen Mother. I didn't see The Whale. I kind of abandoned ship after the fountain. That's a, that's a perfect terminology to use for this. Unfortunately, Ray Winston's team does not win the fight. Ray Ray grabs the boat and he's able to hang on, but it does it does for some reason the rain coming down from the heavens isn't enough for Darren. He has to have rain come out of geysers out of the earth itself to help expedite the plot. Right. That boat is sent seaworthy. Everybody's on board. Ray Winston sneaks in through a hole because, of course, he does. I don't remember that happening in the book, but well, we skipped a very unfortunate, like a weird scene where Emma Watson is all bummed out, and she tells Russell Crowe, "Look, you're gonna have to go find wives for all the, your sons, including my boyfriend Shem, because I'm not a woman." Because I can't have kids. Like, that's, what she, that's her equation here. Which, right. you know, is wrong, right? And so, Russell Crowe's like, okay, man, I I got so much shit to do. But okay, you know, I'm listening, but I also have, like, got to blow some other well, shit to sleep, you know? Well, no, because he thinks civilization's ending with them anyway. Yeah, he's just kind of, like, shrugging it off. But Connolly hears this, and she implores old Methuselah to work his magic on her womb, which yeah. is very odd. So she goes to see old Anthony Hopkins, and he touches. He goes, "Can I give you my blessing? Because you know you are my great granddaughter. Can I give you my blessing? Because you've been a well." He does that in the woods. For some reason, he goes to the woods to hang out, to say goodbye, mm-hmm. eat a last grape, and die. A berry, yeah. yeah. And he and he uh, he. So she's like, "Oh yeah, you can give me my bless the blessing. It's very nice of you." And he touches her belly, and then she is it hurts. You know, because like you can see some magic waft off his fingers, and so you know that she's uh, ready to have kids now. All of a sudden, the, the forest takes on new definition in her eyes. Everything she's enlightened. And then what happens? One second later, she gets banged out. She finds Shem, and there's and he's like, "We have to hurry back to the ark." And she's like, "But first, jizz in me." <laughs> I mean, literally, what happens? Uh, they don't show it, but then she conceives a child. Like It's like well, two hours later she's pregnant. Now, the best thing is, okay, mm-hmm. first of all, Anthony Hopkins, Methuselah, pulls a Viggo Mortensen in daylight and embraces the oncoming murder that hits him, which I love. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the water. The water the wave. And then, but the thing is, they're running up to the ark. Now, keep in mind, hundreds of thousands of people are dying all around them. Rock people are fighting and going to heaven as angels. Emma Watson and, and her boy run up the ramp smiling ear to ear in the middle of the most tormenting time in in human history. She's like, I just got banged out. And she's got that ear to ear. I just got completely filled out. Yeah, and Shem is no uh, exception. He is thrilled as well. They run to the back of the ship so they can do it again. And meanwhile, everyone is dying outside. You uh, see a little neon sign go go up in the back of the boat says the donuts are hot (laughs) and his Krispy Kreme in it. Russell Crowe says, don't worry, I made a part of the ship where it's good for fighting. Just shoot your camera here, Darinovsky. And uh, he battles baddies. He kills a bunch of baddies at the at one of the ship's doors. It's on ramp. I don't know. I, there's a there's a bunch yeah. of ways on that ship, you know. Anyway, so Russell Crowe's having a weird fight scene there. And but they uh, they do finally get to see, and they get to they listen do. to people screaming outside, hating, clinging to rocks, getting bashed apart. And Russell Crowe, Noah, is like, I got I got just the thing to to make you guys feel calm and collected. Let me tell you the creation story. By the way, 
it's going to depress the shit out of you. And they're like, Dad, Dad, no, we, we, we're tired. You know, we've been fighting and we're scared because millions of people died on Earth. And Crow just looks to him and goes, look, Aronofsky wanted to show off during this part. He wants to do weird stuff with the with the camera. The only way we can do it is if I tell the story and he does weird worlds. And I love it. I actually love that sequence. Of course you do. Of course you do. It's it's, it's almost like a frame-by-frame frame style creation, you know, creatures turning into creatures and all that. And then and then he goes to this beautiful sort of 2D shot of, of silhouettes of people, even up into the modern age. And I understand it's it's him being an artiste, mm-hmm. but there's a really beautiful stuff photography-wise in there. Yeah, I fast-forwarded it. <laughs> You're like, I can't wait for my next meeting to start. I want to see what if Logan Lerman solves the problem and gets to have a girl. Like, what the worst... So the thing is, Logan Lerman, his one chance at that wife... Krog basically kicks her in the face and says, get run over as he rescues his son onto the ship. <laughs> and um, then he says, son, don't worry. There's no one left. <laughs> Russell so Crowe is thinking that th- that basically, all right, he's going to die. Those mm-hmm. kids are going to bury him. Then the other kid's going to bury the other kid. And then the younger kid's going to bury them. And he'll be the last guy. And that's the end of it. That's all she wrote. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. he was thinking. Now, Emma Watson gets pregnant. And Russell Crowe's got a quandary. He's like, well, if it's a boy... Well, he'll bury the youngest kid. He'll be the youngest kid. But if it's a girl, I'm going to slaughter the living shit out of her. Why, though? He misinterpreted God saying well, he says that it, there's end a the ch- line. There's a chance that this this woman will turn into a mother, and I can't have that because we can't repopulate the earth. So I'll have to kill. If you have a baby, I'll have to kill the, the girl, the girl one. Everybody freaks out. They're like, that sounds insane, Noah. And he says, happens in China all the time. And so then nine, then they cut to nine months. After this big fight scene, so they cut to nine months later. Ray Winstone is or Winston is on the on board the ship being helped by Logan Lerman. He has because, been eating everything he mm-hmm. can. But Logan Lerman like has helped him because he hates his dad. And his dad's arch enemy is wounded but on the ship, so he helps nurse him back to health. And meanwhile, Winston's getting in his ear going, your dad sucks, God sucks. Give me that safe snakeskin. I'll get you girls. That kind of stuff. And Logan Lerman's, I'm listening. You know, this is yeah. the better. I like this. And so then that's what's developing. Meanwhile, you're kind of waiting for the hammer to drop, you know, her to go into contractions and then Russell Crowe to get like a knife out and wait by the operating table, you know, like to see what comes out of her. So that's Baranowski can work as magic and have all of these things come to a head. Well, and and then, of course, the boat derails and, hit and slams into some rocks during a fight, during the fight mm-hmm. with Ray. Because Ray does... They lure Russell Crowe into the nethers of the ship because Logan Lerman's like, the animals are screaming. They're hating As Watson's in labor. As Watson's in giving birth, yeah. And this is after he, <laughs> Noah nuked their boat. <laughs> yeah, so they, they had a... They had yeah, an escape the raft. <laughs> yeah, they built an escape raft because they're going to leave because they're like, look, Dad's nuts, and we're about to have these this kid, so we got to get out of here before he kills him, our baby. And <laughs> Russell Crowe Crow firebombs their raft that they built. I love it. And he somehow he just firebombs a raft. He does a, a sweet hit on it because everything's made of wood. And those little those little force rocks that they have are very handy throughout this movie. Yeah. Ray Winston's killing giants with it, you know. Speaking of another Star Wars thing, whenever he's in, we talked earlier when he goes to that city and he sees, like, the havoc and people selling their children for meat. And you talk about the animal that got disemboweled by the crowd he looks down and there is a feral version of russell russell crow that's how you know it's a dream but like you know, like a violent kind of feral version of himself kind of like empire strikes back in a weird way yeah. or last jedi i mean you know see your why are you why are you not like i'm not making the best zoom ever i'm just taking it in taking it in completely this is what this is what i do this is yeah. how i do it so there's a dumb fight with uh ray winston who 
you know, they crash the boat, and he he is defeated finally because Logan Lerman finally says, you know what, I should stab him in the armpit and kill him. <laughs> so he does. And Ray Winston, who has been doing everything he can to survive and take back control and take over this arc, and when he gets stabbed, he turns to the sun and rather be mad, congratulate congratulates him for killing him, as you do, as you would do. Mm-hmm. You say, thank you. Today, son, you've become a man. Here's the golden snakeskin. It's yours now. Rather than screaming and crying because he's about to die and getting super mad. Well, why'd you do it? And his burp, he burps, and he, Russell Crowe's like, is that horse camel I smell? Is that? Did he eat the last horse camel? He burped, he burped dead, dead species at me? <laughs> and then, so... Cosmic, you had one job. Blow the animals to sleep to keep them safe. This motherfucker's been on the ship for nine months eating everything. Yeah. You did, did you not check the animals once? Did he not go down to the cargo hold and look? There's a bite missing out of that herbivore. Could God maybe throw a vision that Ray Winston's on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, if I mean, let's 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 pull it back. God God could have probably floated the animals. Right. Fuck the boat. Fuck Noah. Burn, you know, float the float all the animals. Just float them for a couple of weeks. Yeah, float them, float them twenty feet above the water. If you're God, you made them. Float them above the water for a couple of weeks. Let everybody drown out. Bring the waters down. You don't need boats. You don't need rock people. The hugest, the hugest fuck up that he did was uh, on board where all the different species of fish out in the air <laughs> dying. Yeah, drowning <laughs> out. He could have left those in the water, Russell Crowe. But he's so dumb. Noah's so dumb in this. No, well, and I, I know God wanted to to use man to have a trial and to have an experience. So I understand that, but it would have been great. What do you think just... of Shem's line? Whenever they there is finally a calm scene, and they're standing on top of this insane boat, and they look out into like the expanse of water, and Shem says, "Do you think Aquaman made it? <laughs> what do you think? Did you like that? Yeah. Did you have to bring two ghosts on board? He's so, got two. He's got a male and a female gray alien in the hold." <laughs> You got Ben and Jerry in there? What the fuck? Thus damning Whitley Stryber (laughs) far into the future by saving the gray aliens. By the way, you want to talk about the fish gorging on human bodies, the the sea kingdom. I'm surprised that to to this day they don't have an appetite for human flesh, you know? Right. Because their number one meal every day, they were on the absolute man diet. By the way, and also subtract two from every species... They ate all that, too. Billion elephants floating around down there. And then the kids are like, Dad, are you sure there wasn't room for more people that we knew, like our neighbors and stuff? He's like, no. And then they're like pointing out, like, you brought extra extra ferrets. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to put two. There's like 17 in here. Sheepishly walks away with his legs (laughs) tightly together as to not show where the ferret has been. Cause mommy ain't happening. So are they are they putting the animals to sleep so they won't procreate on the boat? Like it seems like they say like as soon as Earth is back stable, then the animals can resume their scromping and having. I went to the Bible to find out, and it just yeah. says it was like one line says they're napping yeah. nap time for animals. It says so they were they weren't they weren't yeah so he didn't have to like when like a kitten had like or kitty a cat had kittens he'd have to kick them off the boat. One right. by one, like drop kick them right into the. Especially world. if it's a girl, yeah. So what happens whenever Emma Watson gives birth? She gives birth to not one, but two girls. But two, no, yeah. two, a boy and a girl actually. Two girls. Is it two? I thought, 
I thought it was just... Jennifer Connelly says sisters, and I'm just going to go on a limb and say that's two girls. I didn't hear it. I thought they first had a boy, and they were, like, thrilled. Like, oh. No, they were, they, were, they were terrified because they had a girl, and then they had another girl. Oh, God. But then Russell Crowe gets as close to stabbing a kid as you can get. And then, the, you know, of course, the famous dove comes, shows up with some shit in its mouth, saying, hey, look, Earth's, Earth's back. He did a, um, he does a rope-a-dope on him. He goes with full knife on f- close to face, and he starts to kind of stab motion downward. Then he instead drops down and gives the baby a little kiss. And they only one baby a kiss, so I'm assuming he, there's just he gives, one he, girl. He, he gives them both a kiss. Damn it. And then he proceeds to stab them to pieces. <laughs> And Emma Watson is so stupid. The kids are crying. She says, well, let them die calm, which is, like, almost insulting. If they're crying and they're already distracted, kill them then. Don't, don't get right. them happy and then kill them then, you know? Right. Bad parenting. She doesn't deserve it. Yeah, you're right. Gives birth to tw- twin girls. wonder what their names are. Do they have insane names? Why did she agree to do this movie, I wonder? Emma Watson? Emma Watson, yeah. Because it's a famous story. She's kind of picky, film. though. You're, you're the one who hates Darren Aronofsky. Not everybody does. So this yeah. is great. Noah, basically, you know, they, they made it. But he is, he's not taking this whole situation all that well. No, it's it's time for, a, yeah, it's time. He, first of all, he goes to the beach from old. If you would have told me, now, and this is another reason I can't believe you don't love this movie. He's getting drunk, and he's drinking out of a lava mug. Looking like Tom Conti. <laughs> he does. He does look. He does. He does look like Tom Conti. <laughs> <laughs> He's drinking out of a lava mug, which he ultimately, sadly, destroys. But then the, the, the funny thing is, we see him drinking his ass off, having a good time. The next shot, the kids are walking on the beach, and his bare-ass, naked body is on the ground. Face down looking dead dick down yeah and logan lorm logan lerman throws him a solid and gives him the snake skin if you know what i'm saying but he does he gives him he walks the fuck off and just disappears yeah he leaves and he says there's no places to masturbate in privacy around here i gotta go (laughs) into the world i think he's like in love with emma watson's character and he he feels like he can't be around her because she's a woman, and there's none other besides his mom. Well, no and the there. funny thing is, he sort of has a green light to wait for those girls to grow up. Ugh, really? Yeah, I mean that, that's implied, and that's sort of how it was. You know, those they were building they were building sex machines. They had to repopulate planet Earth. Logan's dick's important, and it's walking down the beach. But those are his uh, blood relations, bro. They uh, never have you. Everybody's related, and the, that's so the whole true. thing. People are having kids with their self. But he isn't into that. He's like, I'm not going to wait around. That's what his oh, big thing is. So he he needs to go. I'm going to go seek out the survivors and try to get my peen. There are no survivors. But he They're doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't want to hear it. I think what he's thinking of is, I'm going to find something that passes the time quicker, so they age quicker. So I'll come back. But give me some time. I need to get used to some stuff before I come. I back. I think he's he's like he can't be here, so he sets off on his own. And uh, I believe that he's doing so to find... He thinks that maybe some there's somebody around here to survive. But the storyline is that the descendants of Ham are the ones who are the, the bad people, and the descendants of uh, Shem are the good people. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Through my cursory, sc- sc- you know, scurrying around books quickly. Noah fucked up a lot, though. I mean, he really did. His wife is... You know, he ultimately goes back and, uh, and, and makes up with Jennifer Connelly because he realizes what a bummer he's been. But then yeah. the best... 
we get to watch God level up at the yeah. end of this movie because you know they show the heavens and, and it just starts to level up. It's kind of neat. I, yeah, Aaron, you right. did it. You did it. Get the family unit standing in the middle of the screen. Yeah. And here's the ultimate thing, and this is this is Darren Aronofsky has to be sucking double barrel reality nuggets right you could have stopped it sucking because period after the movie ends and instantly amazon recommends the rocks hercules to me (sighs) i got the same thing i got the same thing no i mean i kind of this i I find this movie interesting i think it's you own it i don't own it but i remember when i was a child we used to watch the ten commandments a lot and that was Uh sort you know it was like one of the first big epics i could understand somebody who's a younger person seeing this movie and 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 it contextualizing biblical stuff in a way that's kind of cool I think it's harmless in that respect. Okay. I mean, your mileage will obviously vary about the content. Sure. It's it's a wacky-ass movie. It is. Aronofsky's forever trying to find a way to connect with... Um, Success. The box office. And he, he figured it out here for the first and last time, I imagine. And then the credits roll. And I love the credits of this movie. They're done really cool, actually. Yeah, they get, there's a lot of names, and they go by f- pretty fast. Pretty fast, yeah. I got mm-hmm. some, though. I got a handful. So what's your first initials that you got? Yeah, the PR for this movie was in good hands. I don't have PR. Paul Rice in this. Speaking Worked of, on. yeah, his his the woman he ended up marrying, VF in this. You talking about Vladimir Furdick? I'm talking about Vera Fried. <laughs> you didn't see Vladimir Furdick in this? I've got Vladimir Furdick above her. <laughs> but when you said rice, I was like, a fried rice. You get the fried rice clan. Fair enough. You did say her. Vladimir Furdick, which is a great name, and also a relative of M.D. M.D.? I do not have an M.D. on my list. She shaved baggy dick. I do have A.C. in here. A little, getting a little chilly in here, Nick. A little I, AC. Don't, I, I don't have A.C. Arthur Clever in this. <laughs> Speaking of, I got J.T. in this. Justin Timberlake worked on it? No, you said Arthur Clever. It's a good friend Jessica Teach. I did not see her, but I heard they're staying at old TP. Don't have it. Tom Place <laughs> is in here. Obviously, you know, Nick Nolte's in this movie. He is? Oh, doing yeah. the voice of that creep. But there's a, <laughs> and 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 in the credits, too. Nick Nunziata. Nick Nate. Oh, what? One letter different. Nick Nate in this? And Nick Nolte. wonder amazing. how... That's incredible. Yeah, that's quite a coincidence. Did you see the worst MF in this? The worst MF ever is in this? Michael Fails? Yeah. (laughs) Incredible name. You get GW? GW I don't have. Gina Wark. (laughs) I did have uh, HD. Uh, That's why the movie looks so good. Who was it? Hank Dutt. You get BB in there? Twice in the credits? Billy Bud with two D. I see, but I did see Billy Bud. I did see RS. I, I definitely saw RS. I don't know He's this one. Ronald Saw. I got I got Eugene Hit as well, but I, let's not. They're, they're one of the characters. Uh, one of the people in the cast had a first name Beggy, which made me jealous. Of Monkey Shines. <laughs> B e g g i. I'm sure that's not uh, how you spell it, but or say it. Say it. Look, Beggy. Yeah. That buzzing sound ain't God's finger probing the uh, countryside. That is a tattoo gun putting something from Noah on your body. What you got? I'm going snakeskin. You know how they're always wrapping the snakeskin around their arm, right? Yeah. And that sounds like a, you know how people get the barbed wire tattoo on their. I'm gonna get the snakeskin around, but I'm not gonna do. I'm gonna get the snakeskin on uh, Russell Crowe's arm at the end, and then tattoo that on my arm. <laughs> so a little small Russell Crowe arm with the snake tattoo <laughs> in the middle of my arm. What do you right. think? I like it. 
and I hope yeah, it's, it's good. I hope it's picture accurate of Russell Crowe as well. Oh, it'll be you, you'll recognize that arm. What about you? I have one of those water spouts coming out of the ground mm-hmm. on my tramp area, and it just says "water bursteth" in like a really fancy font. It's like a tattoo bidet. <laughs> yes. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Look, credits have rolled, but lo and behold, there's a stinger at the end of this movie, man. What's at the end of the film? What you got? So, so the credits are fade, fade out for a second, and it says one week later. And Lerman, Logan Lerman's character comes back to camp and puts his pack down. And they're like, you're back so soon? He goes, I just had to go rocket in the wilderness. I was on a pulling spree, and I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Went on a pulling spree. <laughs> I'm dehydrated, for God's sake. I want the rain to come back. And uh, I'm I'm satisfied for a while. I'll do this every once in a while, but I'm good for a couple weeks. <laughs> Pulling the spree. <laughs> then the next the next week, Russell Crowe follows him out there because <laughs> Connolly's busy. Mine is God screaming in heaven, saying it's too loud because those rock guys are walking around, stomping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost spread my water out. Um but yeah, but they, they shed the rocks. Are you saying they when they get to heaven they get they get new rocks? They get yeah. new rocks, yeah. It's, it's too loud. God's like, I'm out, I'm out of here. I'm, out, I'm gonna go off on a pulling spree. Yeah, his last word is booming. This place sucks. <laughs> Look, you've been given the finances to have your own sequel to Noah. Ladies and gentlemen, money is inside of escrow's asshole. What are you gonna do? So Noah hears tell that that group did survive. That they made a they made a actual boat, and they just floated in place until the water settled down, and they just went back home. He's like, not on my watch. And he starts to first we build weapons, and then he starts to figure out he's gonna just gather his children, and then they're gonna go wipe out these these people. What do you think? I love like it. He kind of turns into like a Winston. He's like a Ray Winston type. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's women in this village, and so you know, Logan Lerman's excited. And, you know, Russell Crowe wants to wipe out her. But it's that whole thing, you know. But mainly, he's just jealous because they built a cooler boat. Yeah. I, I, I want. I think boats existed back then. I guess they could have just sat in boats and waited, eating, you know, fish or whatever. No one was prepared. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is there's no. He he built the only. That's a good point. I think someone could have made it to a boat, but God yeah. didn't want those people. He would have. He would have sent a whale or something to kick their ass or something. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Mine's a musical. It's called uh, Skeleton in a Bear Trap, and it's um, Ham has basically created rudimentary scuba gear because mm-hmm. he thinks that the location where that happened is still a sea, and he's and he's down there and he's searching. It's a musical, and he befriends like a wayward otter, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a couple of squids. And they have a couple tunes together while he's looking for her body because he needs to rock it. And I think he's down there and he finds up, you know, down there in the crisp ocean, life's more than getting banged. Yeah, yeah. He, he builds companionships and, uh, you know, he ends up marrying a clutch of eggs. That's his baby. And they're down there in the closing credits. It's this beautiful song, Ham and Eggs. <laughs> I kind of like that, yeah. Look, you've, you're, you've been asked to have a business associated with Noah. What are you going to spend the hard I mean, earned on? I'm going to make another video game, because I imagine that they did create a video game for this movie, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. A GTA-type game. But <laughs> mine would be like that. You ever play that game Overcooked? Vaguely. So you have to kind of keep like a bunch of tasks going until you can't do it anymore. I think in Overcooked, you're like preparing meals for like at a restaurant, and you're trying to 
you know, do everything in order, put, you know, get the meal together, put them out for the customers as other meals come in. So this is the same thing as <clears throat> you're getting all the animals aboard the ship. You, you have to, and you have to make sure that there's only two of every animal. So as they're coming in, you have to, if there's three or four coming in, you have to kick the other ones away. You got to keep doing that. Meanwhile, you also have to like stop your kids from, you know, having, having their ways. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You have to rush off and interrupt them every once in a while to make sure that they don't procreate because no more humans. So it's, it's called Noah Overcooked. Like that's part of the overcooked series. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I like the idea. You're like putting a, you're throwing like a, a tree limb in front of his penis right before it gets mm-hmm. in. Mine is, uh, I'm just making really high end tennis shoes called Air Noah. You know. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. And they're really designer. They're rectangular, mm-hmm. and they're just pumped out. You know, re- using recycled plastics for the heel. It's really rubberized on the bottom, but on the top, it's just thatch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, and keep them with the style of the day. And it smells like a household of shit, you know? Yes. Pretty cool. Look, you're mm-hmm. in the movie. You've been added to the running time of uh, Noah, and uh, it's time to make it count. What shape does your performance take? M- my character's named Shem as well. I'm Shem Jackson. And I'm on the. I'm helping out board the ship, blow the animals to sleep. I start to freak out. I freak out and lose my absolute shit because all the, when all those reptiles and snakes roll onto the plane. I'm sorry. The art. <laughs> I'm Shem Jackson, and I protest. I said too many snakes. Okay. <laughs> well, I think Ray Winston ate some of them. I would support that decision. Uh, I and I'm am... like, no, I am getting on this ship, right? Like after I help out so much, I am. There is room for me on this ship, correct? And Noah's just kind of like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. But for real, I'm getting a ticket on this thing. I there's a room. I noticed you haven't put my room together yet. I keep finding my bag. I bring my bag aboard. I keep finding it near the trees. <laughs> What about you? What's your character? So I'm clever as shit. I'm a man in a bear suit, mm-hmm. and I tiptoe onto that onto that boat as one of the contingent of bear. Mm-hmm. Just tiptoe, tiptoe. Hopefully they don't notice. They knock me out. I go to sleep, and I'm I'm in a bear suit. I'm I'm a dude. So I've, there's a there's actually none of the people seem to be affected by the animal knockout sex, but <sighs> I fake sleep for forty years or whatever it is. And uh, I'm just playing it, playing it dumb, man. Just hanging out there, hoping nobody noticed. And I'm, I'm racking my brain because when when uh, we finally do make it to the end of this, I don't really have a. You know, I'm gonna have to figure it out. I'm gonna eventually have to reveal myself to be a man in this bear suit. Mm-hmm. Will Emma Watson fall in love with me? Oh my God! There's another man. <laughs> yeah, and but I'm I'm the thing is I talked I'm talking aloud and I'm like, what do I do? And then I hear the other the bear next to me whisper, psst, psst, it's a woman in a bear suit. She used the same trick, and it's true love. We found each other. That's incredible. And then they realize that a bear is in an Emma Watson suit, and they're like, fuck. And then she's like, wait a minute. I think Ray Winston's gnawing on, uh, on my foot. Oh, no. Yeah. She gets eaten. Look, you got to incorporate something from uh, no into your everyday life, a screed, a mantra, a ritual, a tantric gonna, act. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Do so. I'm going to just make it my life's goal. I'm going to try to do it and not... A caged one, because that's too easy. I'm going to try to blow on a bird. Do you know what I'm saying? Not to put it to sleep, but it's actual... Like, you know how they were... So I guess they f- weren't really blowing on birds. They were actually just kind of... Like, you. would you say they're smoke-roofing? Uh, we, we have a listener in French Lick, Indiana, who would like to partake. Okay, yes. He wants to, so you promise you'll blow a bird? I just want to uh, blow on a bird, I said. Oh, you, okay. You misheard me. Okay, sorry. But you're right. It's kind of like that's not. We kind of make it fun of it. That's not what happens. They are smoking birds, and smoking things. Smoke, putting smoke on them, and they are falling asleep. 
Maybe I'll just walk around every once in a while. I go, I, you know, they did smoke a woodpecker in that thing, but what about the rest of them? Mm-hmm. Would it have hurt to show us, you know, him putting smoke on a penguin, an octopus? I guess octopuses don't make it on there. Yeah. What's the what's the, what's the wildest creature that they didn't show on here that you would have liked to see in this movie? Because he said he made up all the animals. Like they well, weren't there weren't any like dogs on this or a wolf or, or a there, giraffe. But, the, but there definitely there was there had to be wolverine or something like that and a hyena. You yeah, know, but he was making up like pre versions of animals because he that's how he works. I would just could it have killed him to throw us a little bit of a. Like a, you know, like a one chimpanzee or something, you know. Like I'd like to see something. Everything looked a little bit fakey, but it was not bad. I thought animals. it was a nice touch to put stockings on their heads at, when they were at sleeping times. A little uh, like a Rip Van Winkle cap. Yeah, and then you know they had a saber tooth tiger with its thumb in its mouth, you know, sleeping cute. Good. What's your what's your uh, so mantra? Uh, whenever I play rock scissors paper with somebody, the rock becomes an angel at the end. You know, so even if I if they beat me. With their with their paper, I still become an angel and rip their paper. You're so much fucking better than mine. I shouldn't even try. <laughs> That's how you get out of it. I mean, every no, angel beats scissors every time. And everybody gets mad, and you're like, "Didn't you see Noah?" Yeah, this is fuck, I'm going straight to heaven. You know, look, man, you're trapped in an island. You've been there all these many years, gathering debris from films, and now it's time to take something from Noah. What you doing? Oh, that's a good question. You'd think I'd want to bring that gigantic boat, but I can't think of ever, like, are we trapped on these islands? We I can't. don't think it has a steering wheel. I think it's just, it drifts around until its ass stops getting kicked. It was not well made. I guess it didn't sink. It did eventually get destroyed. I guarantee. Yeah, it did float. I think everybody's surprised that it floated. The craftsmanship had to suffer because it was made by rock people with no fingers. <laughs> that's true. I'm not going to take. And Battlefield Earth is weird. I don't know. It'd be kind of fun to have Nick Nolte's voice on something on my island. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd... I'll take his voice, I'll ta- and I'll take those phrases, and I'll, I'll, I'll put them on something on my island. Can you help me with this, like a tree or a, a coconut tree? Coconut, or, a coconut would be great. Just a coconut, period? Just a coconut with Nick Nolte's voice, draw a little face on it? That's what I'll do. It's my, my version of Wilson, but nightmarish. It only spouts biblical, ancient stuff, you know? Like about how it has a bladder infection, and just trying to think of what Nick Nolte would be. Grousing yeah. about on my island. I like the. I like the. Oh God! Like he's just sad to be like. A, in oh fuck! <laughs> what about you, sir? I would take the animal knockout drops. I think you know. Right. The smoke. Yeah. I just have like the little incident, and I just start putting little cuties to sleep all around my shit. Mm-hmm. I'd have like a couple of hi hat symbols filled with the stuff, walking on, clapping it, making smoke. Mm-hmm. Drift and all that. Just get everybody napping. Just get everybody napping. Talking about everybody. You all everybody the, in your all the animals. All the all the all wildlife. Okay. All the wildlife from my island. Just all napping sure. out. For your for your entertainment, I would put them into like poses. Mm-hmm. So you look through your telescope, and it would look like a Hieronymus Bosch painting or something. It would look like maybe I'd do the Kama Sutra, or then mm. maybe I, maybe we play a game where I'm like, I'm, I'm this is a scene from a movie. Can you guess what it is? And I'll have okay. you know maybe a crab and another crab seeing it in a diner for the first time ever together. And every every time I guess, I just shout, Noah. It's from Noah. <laughs> you're, you're talking about a crab version of Heat? Yeah. Is that what you're alluding to? Yeah. The Cape Mantinelli like crabs. You know, they're like, I've made it, views like, I've made like a sandcastle that looks like Cape Mantinelli's. I got one crab here, one crab here, they're both sleeping. And you're thinking like, what say I got you boxed in? You know, I will not hesitate, you know? And you're like, you have to 
build this all in your in your head. I'm listening. You know, maybe I got a, a sand dollar uh, doing the uh, jukebox thing from Say Anything. Oh yeah, the and, the boombox. Yeah, horseshoe crab maybe uh, like holding its guts near near a near a Hummer. What's that? What's that? Tell my wife I'm half a man. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Yeah, just doing cool movie references with the wildlife mm-hmm. that's sleeping. I mean, it sounds like an invasion of privacy, and it sounds like you're using them as props, and it's kind of immoral what you're doing to these poor animals. But it is entertaining. Yeah, like I got, yeah, I got, I've got an urchin. Are they hurting? Are you hurting them at all? They're sleep. They're all sleeping. They're just peacefully. I didn't sleeping. ask it. Didn't ask that. I know they're sleeping. Are you hurting them at all? When I'm you're not doing hurting this? them at all. No, but you know, and I've got an urchin poised on a, on a little shelf, and, and you're, you're like, I don't get it. I don't. I don't. I can't tell. And I'm like, you asshole! It's the jazz singer. It's the, obviously the jazz singer. And I was shot back. I was going to guess that. Give me a minute next time. And then, I, and then I've got one, and it looks ridiculous. It's just, you know, it's a carp bent over itself sleeping. 13 going on 30. I'm like, Noah. <laughs> the one time I don't guess Noah, finally. <laughs> Speaking of heat, De Niro just had a baby, right? And Pacino's bay is pregnant with the kiddo. Is that, is that correct? Am I, not, am I making this up? Just had a, those two are just new fathers. Finally, congratulations! That's all. Baby's gonna come out looking like Kirsten Dunst at the end of Interview with the Vampire. Even older than a baby, it's gonna be like a no, just preteen? just just a a, oh. a, pr- a pile of smoke. <laughs> they're at the fertility clinic and they're trying to they're trying to use a microscope. They're trying to get the walker off of the sperm. This one's got a cane. This mm-hmm. one is is definitely using some sort of a device. See, the sperm's old. I get it. No, I get it. And congratulations to those two. COVID was long. You know, people made some weird decisions during it, I guess. But, um, yeah, I think Al's 80 in his 80s have been, like, kind of, they're kind of pulling. Remember Tony Randall had babies when he was older. The big thing that's coming up is, that, you know, they're going to do a gender reveal funeral. At, like, time them together. The balloon's going to open up, and you're going to find out the cause of death. And then the other balloon will burst to boy. Cause know? of death. Found out his girlfriend's pregnant. 